Hello everyone, this is Hearthstone MetaHype. I am Ikro 100 with a sore throat, and this is my friend Venga Dragon. How's it going, Venga? Oh man, better than you, obviously, man. I ain't got no sore throat. <laughs> I have a permanent sore throat. My voice is always so raspy, and uh, you know, that's how it goes. So Yeah, mine's usually like lively and louder, and now I'm struggling to like speak. <laughs> speak, it sounds like it. you're... Your, your voice is cracking too, but you know, it's all good, man. You'll, you'll be all right. You, you'll rebound, I promise. No, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you get hype on stream, I guess. It is the thing, man. Your voice goes out the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to keep it short because of the new expansion that's coming out. It's funny that Ecor contacts me and goes, Hey, you know, there was a couple of new cards that came out today. Uh, so I got I to gotta do some things. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, w what's going on? So I pretended like I didn't know there was a new expansion, and uh, he fell okay, for the joke. In my defense, you showed me a picture saying that the cards hadn't been revealed to you yet. You needed me to send you one of the cards. <laughs> He's backtracking, guys. This is this is all that all came after the fact. But anyway, anyway. So uh, let's just get into it. Let's just talk about what we've seen so far. I mean, it is Tuesday. There's a whole bunch of things coming out for the rest of the week. So. Yeah, well, um, the cards that have already been revealed, uh, you guys will have already seen them at this point, but it is the Primordial Protector, Kazakus, and Cannon Master Smith. And just overall, what are your what are your general thoughts on these cards? Well, I'm going to go with the... With the I, I just got to get it out of the way right away. Right away. Is that Kazakus is not hype. That card is not, is, is not really all that awesome. I mean, what the thing is, is the battle cry with it is, is that it basically creates uh, the, uh, you know, one, one, a four, four and a, and a 10, 10. I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like it would be worth it to take out all the four cost cards in your deck to have Kazakus with the power. What do you think about that? I think Kazakus looks pretty good. I rated him like a 4.5 or five star out of five kind of card. You're crazy. Like, I think it looks really, really good. Really? I mean, not having any four costs would suck, but, I mean, in some important decks, like Librem Paladin, because a lot of the Librems are going to stick around, and this is just the first idea off the top of my head, I don't think they have a single four drop or four cost card. Mm. So, like, that's already one deck that you literally don't have to change at all. It already doesn't have any four drops. Wow. And it's losing a couple of cards. So that's it's easy to just slot this one in. Um, you could probably fit this into a couple of other decks too. Druid, you can't. You need overgrowth in Druid. So that one's going to be impossible. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter could probably fit it in. There aren't that many four cost Hunter cards. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's a good card. I think with the with the always the first thing though with the the when you have the meta as it is right now, it's hard to do the card like ratings because of you only thinking in terms of what's in the meta at the time of when you're doing that. So maybe that's my mistake. So maybe you're right. I mean, it does, if it generates a, a, a five, a five, 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 and you need something to play on turn five, that's not so bad. And I no, do, yeah, it just generates your tempo. It's cool. Yeah. It does generate tempo, but I don't know about a 4.5. I would, I would give it a, if I, I just up my rating. So I'll backtrack a little bit and say, I, it, for what you just said, it doesn't sound so bad, but I think that it's it's just not as awesome as as it could be. I, I just can't see that removing all the four cost cards in your deck from many different decks. Paladin, yeah, like you said, but I don't know. Um, 
that's my first impression. I mean, you know, sorry. So, uh, what 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 would you define as a a five star card? Like for me, a five star card is something that can be used in pretty much any deck and will almost always be good. Like I could see this card being run in anything. It says a super versatile card that you can craft mm. and put in anything except maybe Druid because of overgrowth. Right. Like I could see it being put in a tempo mage and maybe you just like don't run fireballs, which would suck, but you'll probably get some other support. Yeah. I mean, you could probably put it in Warlock mm. as well. Like there aren't that many good. You have Cascading Disaster, which would suck to lose, but that's the only four drop card that's good in Warlock. I could see you potentially running just other different removals. Yeah. Um. Well, warrior, like my control warrior. I don't know. It's got, I guess the sword eater is kind of important to be fair, but I don't know. Shaman, it could work in. Yeah. And I could see it working in any, any class except Druid to be just honestly. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really does change certain things. I mean, you did ask me what I would define as a five-star card. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't really have an answer for that because I think that there's that the five-star card is a, is a unicorn. I mean, it's like basically everybody it's it like it's just it's you know what it could look like but you just never can find it because i don't think that's actually super true right it's just i've I've had a hard yeah i I have the same problem actually a lot of the time yeah you know so it's like like sometimes like i would say that the five star card like i've i've uh, i've had where even in the expansion that we're in now sticky fingers has been the five star card in the, in a game in a specific <laughs> game right and then so that's true it could be gamer like and like depending on the meta yeah. like sticky fingers was the mvp and evolve shaman meta yeah yeah so like it, it could change as well i i get that yeah. but i don't know people were telling me that i was rating all of my cards like around th- like two to four i didn't have any ones no fives i should probably include those and mm-hmm. if i am going to make a five star card this is probably one of the most likely ones yeah to be five yeah well like, that's just my that was just me personally no that, that that's cool i mean we can get to the next one and and i think what was it what was the name of it again the primordial is prim- primordial protector primordial protector now that's a see see now if if kazakis had that same type of Player like this one, this this card, this card actually feels like it's pretty good because it summons it right away. So the only thing is, it is an eight mana. But I mean, if you have something like with the example that they showed on Hearthstone, if you had Tidal Wave in your hand and you or in your in your deck, and um, you draw your highest card spell and summon a random minion with the same cost, you're talking about putting out like with title wave specifically is, is you put up two big bodies and you have the healing on the next turn. Or like if you had some other high cost spells in your deck, you're getting some pretty good stats. I mean, the very least you're getting a, a six, six. If there's a, an, an eight mana card or a seven mana card that, that would generate a good minion you're talking about putting up some serious, serious bodies for it. So I like the I like the fact that it's an elemental because it does remind me of the Journey to Ngoro days because I really started to like the elementals and stuff like that. So I could see this card being played in in just about any deck that would want to create this new archetype of elementals. Maybe maybe mage. Yeah, I I rated this one personally a four, only because it's eight. 
and I was comparing it to Spiteful Summoner. You remember Spiteful Summoner, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. The six mana 4-4 four, four that, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, it's a six mana 4-4 four, four that reveals a spell from your deck. It doesn't draw it for you and summons a minion. And that card back in the day was broken. Like it had an entire deck that revolved around it, some like tempo. Um, this was in a druid deck, and then it would reveal a 10-cost spell, because that was the only spell that you would run in the deck, and you'd run two copies. And I think that that card was broken. Yeah. The only issue with this one is it's a little bit more expensive, and I think that the meta will be relatively fast still. Like, this will probably work well in a control-style deck, and... I just, although I do think that the meta looks like it's going to slow down, like just based on the cards that have been revealed, there aren't that many like aggro cards. It looks, and they've taken out charge. Um, it, it looks like a little bit more of a control focused meta, which is cool. But I still think that an eight cost card that could potentially low roll you and get you like a kind of bad eight drop. I don't know what kind of eight drops are going to be in the meta, um, but it could low roll you, I guess. Or whatever in the cost. You use Tidal Wave as the example. But um, I just feel like it could sometimes low roll you. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it looks like a really good card and I wanted to give it higher. I just feel like at 8, it's, it's just a little bit too slow. If it were 7, it would be good. If it were 6, it would be phenomenal. <laughs> like, if it was a 6-mana 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Like, I'd say that this card's a 5 out of 5 run this in every deck. Yeah, well, if you're... But at 8... Uh, it's a bit close. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you remember, Spiteful Summoner started at 6, and it was a 6-mana 4-4. Four, four, and, and then went to 7. And it went to 7. Right? It, and I think it stayed and it at became 7. Like, and it became mostly unplayed after that. It was still played a little bit yeah. in Druid. Yeah. But after that, it became mostly unplayed going to 7-mana, and this is 8. And even though the stats are better, and you get to actually draw the spell... I just think it's a bit too slow, personally. I don't know. That's just my thought on it. I think it's a great card in the control deck if you can get there. Um, but, like, think about it. Another thing is, say, it's a choice between, like, this or Twisting Nether on turn 8 as a control deck. Like, oh, I've lost control of the board. I need to play Twisting Nether to survive. But, like, Primordial Protector is also an 8-drop. Do I run the risk of trying to get a taunt out of it or something? Yeah. I don't know. I I, know I think saying. it's good though. Yeah, it's 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 okay. I mean, I I actually I, it kind of made me think about it in a different way. I mean, I wouldn't. I said it was good card, and good to me would be like a three point five if on a scale of one to five. So I think it. I think four is definitely. Maybe it's a four star card, but maybe it's like a three and a half star card. After what we just spoke about, it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, what you said. So the next one though was what Sunscale Raptor. What. No, 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 no. The next one is Cannon Master Smith. Oh, I thought Sunscale uh, Raptor was one that they revealed as well, or is that that was in the that's core set, right? That was earlier, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's core set. I think it was just one of the early releases for this expansion. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but it's a five mana four four that says Battle Cry. Transform your secrets into three three soldiers. They transform back when they die, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. It reminds me of magic when you turn lands into creatures, if you play magic. I don't know if you play just Hearthstone. Um, but it just, it reminds me of that. Or, like, some things where you turn, like, artifacts into, into like, creatures yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think that it's just a cool mechanic. It, it pushes 
for Secret Paladin, which I think is good. It's losing desperate measures. The one mana uh, cast a random spell yeah. or cast a random secret and then twin spell it. Yeah. So it's losing that, which sucks. No, but, you know, but as long as it gets like one more secret, I think this deck card will be perfectly fine. Funniest thing is too is in the demo when they when when Kriparian did it, they actually show him casting that spell as the oh as the example. And that's a bait. Yeah. That's lies. Yeah. It's uh, they because well, like why? Like what, what you know what I mean? Like it gets you excited over something you can't even do. I mean, I guess you could do it in yeah. wild, but it's uh True. but the thing is in standard meta, no, it's not gonna happen. I'm pretty sure that that was the case. Forgive me if I'm wrong, audience, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw that and I said, Wow, that's pretty and then I what shaking my head, wait a minute, that card's not even gonna be here. That card's not going to be here anymore, yeah. yeah. But it, I had to take a double take on it as well. <laughs> it's an infinite infinite paladin, the secret paladin. And the secret paladin kind of has been something that hasn't been around in a while. I mean, I, the last time I remember was about a year and a half ago where it was somewhat viable to play. So it's kind of cool to see some different archetypes coming in. It's, it's always cool to build some decks around secrets. You and I both love secrets because they're, they're actually the 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 best part of the game that we I think that we would agree on this that it's actually the most interactive like you had said yeah, it best that I when, like that like you said it best to me like when you said that when you when you figure out that person's secret and you knew what it was and you played around it it's so it feels so good right it, like it just adds another layer of depth like yeah and if you and if you're the one that plays the secret and the opponent plays into it or you play counter spell on turn eight against like a warlock or something when you have a board and they can't twisting nether anymore it's so satisfying if you like time a secret perfectly or read the opponent's secret well which means you can play around it or maybe even sometimes get it to be used in your favor like i've been able to trigger rigged fair game on purpose to have my opponent overdraw cards before and they'll overdraw like one or two cards yeah um because they're like oh it's just gonna keep triggering or keep dealing damage to me so it won't trigger rigged fair game um and it's just it's i i love secrets it adds another layer of depth to the game that most other like a lot of classes don't have and most of the time doesn't exist which is i don't know i i I like a lot yep all right so we we talked about the couple of cards there what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask her a viewer question and we're gonna do that over on the next segment which is gonna be on my channel so make sure that you hit the subscribe and like Ecore's got to get on out of here because he's just feeling under the weather, guys. Give this video a like if you want Ecore to get better. From what I understand, every time you hit the like or subscribe, Ecore gets just a little uplifting. I get a little bit better. A little bit better. So make sure you hit that that button to help him on out. And see you over at the next segment. And welcome back to the Hearthstone Meta Hype. I'm here with Ecor, and he is a little bit under the weather, as we said in segment one, which you could see over on his channel. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you can see more content like this on my channel, and also get on over to Ecor's and make sure that you see what's going on, where we talked about certain cards that are out there, and our thoughts on it. We're going to be doing a little bit of that. All throughout the week, so it's good news. Ecore is gonna be doing videos. I'm doing videos. We're gonna be very, very active in the next couple of days. So, Ecore, make sure you get better, man, so that you can 
you can give that content that everybody craves and desires. Oh. I'm trying, man. I got too hyped on a stream and I woke up the next morning and my voice was just gone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It happens. I don't know what to say. It happens, you know. But it, the, the thing is, it's, it's it's okay. You'll 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 get better. You'll rebound. I know you will. Um, I wanted to get into the topic here, and this is just something that was asked by one of our viewers, and it's uh, Max Hutchinson. Um, Max, as uh, as far as a topic suggestion, he says, are there any archetypes that you love that you'd love to see the expansion help bring back? So that's the question. What do you think about that? Like, hmm. Like, I, I, I like the fact that Kazakus is bringing back the whole if you have no four drops kind of deck. Um I remember that there was one for two drops and three drops and four drops. I like that. That was that was a cool archetype. Um, I don't want to see Highlander back. I, I will say that much. I am glad that Kazakus is not a Highlander card like he was in the past. Because I feel like we've had two years of Highlander. And I do like the fact that they're shaking it up and making it a little bit different. Um, archetypes like we just talked about with Seeker Paladin. Secrets in general. They've been pushing Secret Rogue a little bit, which is cool. Secret Paladin is getting a new Legendary, which is also cool. Um, Mage recently got a new uh, Legendary for Secrets, along with a couple of other supporting cards. Overall, just Secrets and weird, like, deck mechanics. Like the Kazakus thing, yeah. but not Highlander. Like, Highlander, I think, is not... Yeah, I I've already said about Highlander. It's just, it's run its course. Give it, like... An ex like a year and then next year you can bring it back and it'll be great mm. or like at least an expansion or two yeah the, for me I, I have mixed emotions about those like if you have no four cost cards or three costs or two costs that was something back from like the frozen throne days right so it was sort of i do love the frozen throne it was one of my favorite like of all time, it was really where I kind of started to sink my teeth into Hearthstone. Was mostly in the Frozen Throne, and Very uh, good. and yeah, it was it was cool, and they had a lot of hero cards. It's just a great meta. It's a lot of fun. I love the Lich King, of course, uh, which which also leads me to believe maybe Lich King is coming back. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they're going down that road again, but it won't be obviously in the same way that it was. But I I'm not crazy about this archetype that 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 type of thing. Reason why is because it. It leads to very samey sameys. It's like that you get that samey samey deck construction. So, not a fan of the of the if no two, three, or four cost cards are in there. And I, I feel bad, you know, Igor, because I've been a little bit disagreeable with you today. Normally, you and I get along so well. Maybe it's because maybe I'm feeling. Now this time, maybe I'm this time you just have wrong opinions. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrong again. <laughs> That's what it is. You know? Um. That you know that so I apologize for that. You know I always try to be agreeable with you, but at least I'm wrong today. That so I'm being agreeably wrong. Um, I can agree with you on that. But they, but I, I do see your point though. Like it's the same thing, kind of like with Highlander. It just became like a gimmick, and everybody would run these like same-ish kind of decks, and they'd all revolve around Highlander win condition. Even though the decks were kind of different. It still felt the same when you were playing against it. Like, right. you'd still try to counter with, like, Bomb Warrior or putting things into their deck with the uh, bird before it was nerfed or whatever. Right. And 
I don't know. I, I definitely understand what you're saying, but I also do like having those kind of deck niche build kind of things because it it causes people to like have to think a little bit about crafting the deck in a, a unique way. I don't know. I feel like it gets old fast, but as an idea, it's cool. Yeah. And maybe though the 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 cool part about it though is is that Hearthstone has done some things where they are revealing like the mini sets and stuff like that. So remember how they did that in the last expansion where we got a whole slew of new cards and a whole bunch of new decks came. So maybe that'll be the trend. And then it's like, yeah, we're running this with a four mana card in there without a four, like, you know, like without like a certain three or two, I'm sure that it's going to be more than just Kazakis that is, is in there with, you know, if no two cost, three cost or four cost will probably be something like it'll be. But what I'm saying is, is that maybe they'll release a, a mini course, like a, a course set or something or some cars or whatever, or some or something that will be like, oh, all right, well, we can no longer use that and it will change it up a little bit enough that it'll make it, you know, OK. So who knows? Uh, I'm not entirely a fan of it, but the other I guess the. So what I'm thinking is, is to answer Max's question as well. And I really appreciate the question as well, too, because it's really good. It's some it's we do need topics to talk about, especially with uh, all the card reveals and stuff going on. Of course, we're going to be doing those those things. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what we have now is, is you know, definitely you, viewer questions are just great. So I really, really appreciate it. For me, what I want to see is I, I'd like to see that I like even though I, I tend to play a lot of control decks and stuff, they can be really painful to play against. It's so funny. It's like, I I play control decks, but obviously I dislike playing against them, right? So I'm like, oh man, I yeah. I hate playing against Warrior and I'm playing Warrior, <laughs> you know? And so, or, oh, I hate Dude, it. Dude, same, man. Yeah. They're fun to play, yeah. though. Yeah, they, they, I suck to play against. Yeah, they just suck to play against sometimes. And it's like, you, you're sort of like in this weird place, but... That's the only thing that keeps me kind of like, like sort of even keeled is like when I stream, people will say, oh, you know, Venga doesn't tilt. Right. And the reason why is because it's sort of that if you can't beat him, join him philosophy, like, for example, like the like priest. Right. I play against uh, like a priest. So the way that I got myself from getting to stop getting mad about play uh, be getting beat by priests when they're really frustrating just started playing just play it for a little bit right <laughs> and then and then like whatever and just get it out of your system and say well i can't get mad at it because i played it before right so yeah so what i want to see as far as archetypes are concerned is is i want to see that the like ones where you have to control the board i really love winning the board that's like one of the things i like so i'm looking for archetypes that are are kind of minion board focused yeah minion based board focused control decks yeah like i see that zulock like is, is where it's like but a zulock deck not with it's so much aggression the zulock that means you have to figure out ways to kind of get your minions up there and protect them and you know and like whatever those are pretty cool but also i want something like where the where the cards are like maybe like a three three four five mana card with some interesting death rattles that will will do it so kind of i like death rattles death rattles are fun yeah so like an archetype of like a, a control type death rattle sort of deck not not this uh even even though i do like to cheat out minions like i like 
lately I've been just playing like all I play is like really big like cheat out decks. Like for example, like Clown Druid. I've been I like I had ninety six attack on board and the guy had seven health. So it was kind of it was kind of crazy. Six. Yeah, just oh, you got him to twelve twelve. Yeah, I was like yeah. eight times seven is only fifty six. Yeah, I got him to twelve. If 12. I'm correct. Yep, I I, <laughs> I bust out the twelve twelve clown on on like turn thirteen or something, you know. So. It was uh, it was pretty nice, but you know what I'm saying. So those kind of like those decks, I've been playing a lot, but I definitely like the idea of winning the board. If you ever watch me play, I'm always said, "Oh man, I got that board." I'm a minion guy. I'm a minion guy. I'm a minion guy. Like, so I don't really For sure, yeah. Like spells are cool, but I like minions, right? So that's what I want to see, guys. Uh, we've been we've been keeping Ecore on online here, man. You know your insight and stuff. Ecore is just so awesome. I really do love doing this show with you, and uh, it's always a pleasure, honor, and a privilege to stream in front of the audience and do this show. It's also so awesome to just hang out with Ecore. And you know he's 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 not feeling well, guys. Remember I said that, and he's giving us his time. He see what he does for you guys. You see what Ecore does. He's got it like that. What do I, what do, I do? You 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 put yourself out there, man. You were just like, seriously, the guy was in the hospital on his deathbed, and he's here to do the, the Hearthstone meta hype with you guys. He was yelling so loud, he lost his voice. You know what I mean? If, he, uh, if Ecor can't talk, if Ecor's not allowed to talk, then he's just like, like, what, like, what does this world come to? But anyway, he puts himself out there for you guys, man. We hope that he feels better. The way that you can make him feel better is by hitting the subscribe button and the like button on this video and also True. going over to Ecor's channel and checking out the segment that we there. Thanks for watching and we will see you next week. Stay hype.